Hey friends, welcome, welcome, welcome to the first official episode of the Fruit Podcast. Wow, this feels very, very surreal for me. It's incredible to have you here. Um, shortly, I want to talk about New Year's resolutions and accountability and the media we consume and the open space of chaotic social media that we have access to now. But um, when I first had the idea of starting a podcast, it all sounded very exciting to me. Because I was in that romanticizing stage, you know, like the honeymoon phase of planning something exciting. But now that it's all coming into play, all my insecurities just like are becoming more prominent and it started gushing out of me. And I felt the need to be responsible in this line of like art that I'm pursuing. And I started to pay more attention to my own thoughts and kind of any time of the day drop whatever I'm doing to write like on my phone the thoughts that I think is useful to share and take inventory of what my mind is consuming like with media and like mindlessly scrolling through TikTok or whatever <laughs> or Instagram to get my mind into the right headspace and I'm going to talk about that later but I found that relevant to other areas of my life as well where I have all these desires and the things I want to achieve and it got me out of the romanticizing aspect of it that there are actually a lot of responsibilities tied to it that I might not be ready for but um, on the podcast that I used to listen to before um, when I listen to them now I've noticed that I started paying attention more to the pattern of their words and how they go from topics to topics, which I have never really noticed before. And I realized that what held me back with making a podcast a long time ago is all these insecurities of sounding irrelevant and stupid with all the topics that I wanted to say something about or that I wanted to talk about. But I realized just now that... Before I started this thing, I wasn't even paying attention to like the how people talk on the podcast that I used to listen to. And that kind of, I realized that that's actually a self-seeking part of me. And if I could keep someone company with their feelings and that is somehow similar to mine that's something that I should be paying attention to and not the advancement of my own self-esteem or some kind of status in life that I'm trying to achieve. So, yes. Anyway, how are we doing? <laughs> um, I In the past couple of days, I don't know, my body had just been like acting up. I don't know if it's the winter, but I'm always tired and... Usually when my, when my body is vulnerable, everything follows, like my mood and my behavior, um, which I kind of don't like because my life demands so much of me. My family demands so much of me um, and I don't really have the energy to pull myself together to not make like horrible decisions just to get by, like stress eating or <laughs> getting lost in social media but 
It's been a couple weeks since the New Year's and since some of us made some New Year's resolutions and some of us might have fallen back, but I've found that I've set more mindful intentions in the start of this year more than goals and checklists and acknowledge that my best doesn't look the same every day so I don't beat myself up and end up backsliding on my intentions altogether. So let's see. I want to go home this year. I mean, I want to visit home at least. If you didn't know, we flew last June to the US for good. And I'm part of a petition for my mom's work, that's why I'm here. But um, I turned 21 in like two months, which is crazy to hear out loud. But hopefully by the last week of april to the first week of may i can i'm able to go home i'm still not sure but i really am surrendering this plan to the lord because um the, the idea seems crazy to me i've never really traveled alone i had never really had the chance to um but the contract for my mom's work is three years so supposedly i'm only gonna have to get out of this place for three years but the idea of staying in the same place for that long makes me lose my mind so i i just had to i had to like i really had to take accountability on this plan um and not depend solely on like my mom's terms but so far i don't know how this plan is gonna go and i feel helpless and everything is new to me but that's a mountain to move in the near future and I'm really having faith for it um, I felt like I grew up in the last eight months more than I ever have in my whole life and I never thought I would ever travel across the world by myself with lack of traveling experience but for the past eight months I just Felt like I just had to adapt or die, like kill or be killed situation. I've set an intention to eat healthier and take my vitamins. Um, I've done research on the deficiencies of my body, like why I'm always tired or anxious, and like the levels of my hormones on different times of the month. I wonder if guys worry about this, if you know what I mean, but. I have configured my body's deficiencies and took my vitamins, which I never really worried about before. Um, I didn't think vitamins were important um, as long as I'm eating, you know. But for a long time, I guess my body was on like autopilot, which I figured out is a part of the reason why I fell into unhealthy habits because whenever I was feeling fatigued or anxious, I never really acknowledged a deficiency. And naturally, I will just find something in my life that makes me anxious and like point my finger to that and that's it. And just focus on that. And then compensate by falling into unhealthy habits just to get a boost of dopamine. And that would be a cycle. But lately, I have been reversing the freshman 15. <laughs> if you don't know what that is, go look it up. But basically, I've gained unhealthy weight from depression um that was about two years ago um and basically i've gained 
lot of weight and developed overactive thyroid for about a year. Um, the side effects of that is my body is always at a high temperature and I was um, very sensitive to heat at um, a season of my life. And I was constantly jittering and I palpitate so easily. Um, there was a season that I would wake up in the middle of the night because I had palpitations if I missed a medication. But now I'm slowly reversing that and I'm no longer jittering. Um, I'm so much stronger, but back then I couldn't even fold my own blanket without breathing heavy after. Um, and I paid attention to the food I'm consuming instead of like crash dieting because I felt bad for having unhealthy weight that I've accumulated from terrible habits. I don't even mind the weight at all, but the reaction of my body was horrible because it was so sudden. I gained that weight too fast. But now I have lost a significant amount, which is incredible, finally. It took a while for me to figure out the, the core problem. Um, I feel healthier and I look less pale. Um, I managed my gut health and got rid of cystic acne. Uh, the thing about me is I never really had cystic acne before. I had some hormonal acne here and there, but it only lasted for like a week or two and that's it. I found that it had to do with my gut health. I finally figured out the reason, the core reason. So recently I started working on my body needs instead of focusing on the outward because it's all gonna work together anyway. And so setting intentions like that would make a significant and more sustainable change if the goal is to lose weight, have clear skin instead of creating a crash diet plan or a calorie deficit um, plan situation um, that would only cause a yo-yo effect. Set an intention to start from what is actually going on inside your body and focus on eating healthy than just cutting calories or whatever plan you have to lose the the so-called guilty weight. And this also applies for the other areas of your life that you want a significant change to happen to. So I evaluated what went wrong last year when I was making New Year's resolutions and all those just fell back to me and my accountability because I didn't hold myself accountable and responsible to fulfill the sacrifices involved in something that I want to achieve. Some of my goals were starting a podcast and being consistent, studying Korean, spending time, a consistent time with the Lord every morning, like the first hour of my day, and be more organized. Uh, when things go wrong, that's when I hold myself accountable and blame myself. I was passive and just waited for things to happen to me. And I wasn't like, I was just waiting for the circumstance to be comfortable, which is um, stupid, but I didn't know any better. <laughs> I guess I hold on to the old patterns of my life. Back then in high school, I didn't, I didn't really even try to lose weight. I lost weight because I forgot to eat and just fell asleep or I lost weight because I was depressed. I waited for the circumstance to happen to me 
and until I'm comfortable to give up caffeine and fix my sleep schedule and then I will eventually lose weight. And so I'm learning and relearning how to not rely on old patterns and actually consciously stand firm on making a change and taking inventory of unhelpful habits. So, number one, on gaining back inspiration and motivation because it's always going to start there. Um, I found that it works for me to build a structure and discipline to actually execute. Like visualize what I want, create a vision board, stick it on your wall if you like, or make a Pinterest board, have a journal if you don't already. I make it a habit to do morning pages because my mind is constantly cluttered and I have a word for the month. Like for example, my word for the month of January of this year was execution and write a list of all the things that I want to execute that month and so in that way I hold myself accountable for the things that I want to achieve and not just wait for the next comfortable opportunity to move. Um, I saw this quote that says you should be stubborn with your goal but flexible in your methods because when I make a goal I set up a structure on how to achieve them and stick to that method and if it doesn't work, I lost interest and end up not doing it and giving up altogether um, because I went with the comfortable waves. But sometimes you're going to have to fight the current. My voice has gotten a little raspier over time that I'm doing this. But jumping off of that topic a little bit, I found myself in a kind of a grieving stage that I have to reconfigure the media that I consume because when my face skyrocketed last year as it has ever been my whole life, um, I found myself getting more uncomfortable with the familiar media or even people and I started to recognize the things that are a little too close to the world, if you know what I mean, um, that I wasn't even paying attention to before. And it's not like it was a rule book type thing where I have to give up certain things, where I'm forced to give up certain things. But I found myself recognizing all these things as empty substances that are kind of going against the person that I'm meant to be and the path that um, is specifically set out for me. And it gets a little lonely sometimes because I don't know where to begin, like where to start from there because the stuff that I used to watch before doesn't feel entertaining to me anymore. But I'm on the process of reconfiguring the algorithm of the media that I consume, but that's that. Now I want to jump into staying inspired. Um, there are days when we wake up and don't feel inspired at all. And I found for myself that scrolling mindlessly through social media to replace the stimulation that inspiration usually gives does not help. And sometimes when inspiration comes, we all feel the need to tend to it and to drop everything in our lives to entertain it because we don't know when we will have it next um, and then eventually the fire of inspiration burns out and we're gonna be back in the stale zone one more time um, and that's gonna be a cycle 
But what I found helpful with maximizing motivation when inspiration runs out is finding a way of your own taste of staying in the zone, like listening to good music that keeps you pumped up, um, creating Pinterest boards, or taking inventory of what you're feeding your mind. Our freedom around going in and out of social media apps might be stimulating and entertaining and fun, but I found as a creative that it can be somehow paralyzing. Um, I found that when I passively fuel the first few minutes of my day with news on social media just to wake me up actually sets the tone for my entire day. And back then I didn't really think much of it because it's just a passive scroll just to wake me up, but the contents of social media is mostly out of our control and one day you will see something that you're not exactly comfortable with or will trigger your insecurities or your logic, challenge your logic and there goes your mood for the day. Um, I'm not saying that it's too late to reset your mind any time of the day or start over, but Small and insignificant steps like these can build up and lead to fatigued and stagnant creative flow, or lack thereof. Um, I follow Tori and Chad on YouTube and their other platforms. They are Christian content creators, and in one of their sit-down videos, Chad mentioned a quote that says something along the lines of, The more you do, the more you can do. And that is so true in so many aspects of the spectrum of accomplishments because you're building momentum there. And I don't know about you, but when I see progress in my workouts or my art, I feel motivated to do more. And so falling once in a while is normal and only calls for rest. But when you've built momentum, you would be motivated to keep going. So take it one step at a time. Now, in the topic of making a drastic change in something in your life that might be getting out of control, I found that when you're completely on the ground with zero momentum at all, the moment you decide to make a change, the first day would be the hardest ever. Um, the first step is always the most difficult, but I promise you, stick around for that first day and you will take off from there. Um, when I was getting out of a slump when I gained 15 pounds and developed an overactive thyroid around um, my freshman year, it was very hard, but I knew I couldn't live like this any longer. <laughs> um, the first day of deciding to make a conscious choice was challenging. Um, my insulin was obviously spiked with the amount of sugar and caffeine I was consuming just to get by. But I started slow, like eating less processed food and consuming less sugar to gradually increasing my fasting hours to all in all resetting my gut health. And the next thing I knew, I was less tired and my lab results are getting back to normal. I was less shaky and sensitive to temperature and slowly but surely getting my strength back. And so I hope you can't hear my mom speaking in the living room right now, she's pretty loud. But, so I guess piggybacking off of that, for the next episodes, I want to talk about intentionally centering myself around stewarding my gifts with my faith and how that all in all affected the pattern of my mind and the crazy faith and Red Sea moments that God has got me through and what, like, 
crazy Red Sea moments he will keep getting me through um, and how beautifully significant that changed my life and the avocado seed faith attitude that I have towards the big mountain of things that I want to achieve this year and the places I wanted to go. I'm so stoked, but so scared. But see you next time. I love you.